in today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. There was one night, I'll try to tell it like a scary story. One night I was laying in bed and I was sleeping. I'm scared, was... stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to picture you in bed. You know, so I don't know if I don't believe in ghosts or, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You can tell somebody and 99% of the time they say you're fucking lying. You're Especially if shit. they've never seen anything right. like this If before. they have seen an apparition or yeah. whatever, yeah. they tend to believe you a little bit more. Yeah. And then they'll tell you their lying sex shit story. <laughs> <laughs> An awkward silence. Okay. And then suddenly the room got icy cold in, it, in just a second, right? And all oh, your nipples got hard. We were in the dark, so I didn't see anybody's nipples. Uh. Welcome to that taxi podcast. I'm Scooby. Mike, and I'm Taxi David. Thank you for jumping into our cab for a run around. We've been driving taxi for years, and we love to talk about work. You're invisible. Oh, that's true, Scoop. Everybody bitches about work. We know you'll find us entertaining. Like, sure, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That taxi podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever you get this podcast. Like, I think you mean wherever you get your podcast, Scoop. No, Jackie, wherever you get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. Oh, okay, okay, like, let's go. know the muffin man the muffin man the muffin man do you know the muffin man who lives on drury lane you know the muffin man actually is kind of a dark story even though it's a nice sing-songy children's song uh it was for children to teach them to be scared of this one guy who lived in a particular area of town uh, because he was some sort of pedoph pedophile or something like that and there's other dark songs like ring around the rosie was about a disease Rockabye Baby. That was a dark story. In the treetop. What's that all about? I have to look that one up. Yeah. Some of the kids' kids' songs are not exactly uh, nice. But it is appropriate for today because of Halloween. This is our Halloween show. And I'm waiting for Thomas. It looks like he got coffee. And he is on his way. Slowly. Ever so slowly. I'm on a bus on a psychedelic trip, reading burning books, trying to stay hip, thinking of you, you're out there, so say your prayers. Don't think of me. Say your prayers. Say your prayers. Yeah. Who is that? Um, I don't know. Billy Idol. It's from Eyes Without a Face. Eyes Without And I have face. a very special reason for singing that song. What? Halloween. Hey, I know. I just sung my Halloween song. Right. Yeah. In that song, there's a female voice in the background that sings Les You Sans Visage. French. Uh -huh, it for... means Eyes Without a Face. Oh, okay. There's a, nice, a sexier sound. 1962 movie. It's a cult horror film classic called Le You Sans Visage, Eyes Without a Face. Okay. It's in French. So you, if you want to watch it, you have to read subtitles, which oh, some people man. hate. I hate subtitles. Um, I love subtitles. But it's a very campy, very cultish type film. Uh -huh. like, so, yeah, that's why I sing that song. Okay. I don't think Billy Idol had any idea about the movie, but who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe I'll I bet he did. 
I'll research that. Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah. It's you funny that hear... I didn't catch it until the second time you said it's slower, and I'm like, I remember that. I had that album. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, One of the reviews for the movie was three words. Disturbing, lyrically absurd. So, well, disturbing works if it's a horror, right? Yeah. yeah. Absurd, too, because it's like, have you ever seen Eraserhead? I have not. That's a very cult classic. I know. Classic I movie. have not. And I mean to, I know bits, I know it when I see it. It's kind of like the uh, uh, Evil Dead with Ash. There's a kind of a culty, campy. Yeah. There's a, it was a cultish type film. You have to have comedy in these. Do you know why? Because people would die. Of... Yeah. No, they would. It would be emotionally disturbing if there was no humor in it, because they wouldn't be set free of their anxieties okay. and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, that's why you always have to have a comic relief that yeah. survives. I thought it was like it, one of those old uh, director uh, film theater things. Like you will be giving a blood pressure cup every. You know, showing to make sure you don't die yeah. of, you know, the hype type thing. Yeah. Do you remember in the 80s, there was a series of films called Faces of Death? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And there was no comedy in that. Nope. That was straight. And that was on VHS. Uh, it used. It was in the theaters first. I never saw it on the theaters. Yeah, it was in the theaters first because you would go, you would get to go. And if you were able to sit through the entire film, you are. it's basically a series of little films, sure. short films. Of people on VHS yeah. of people getting in car accidents or mm -hmm. killed and mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and it was all brutal whether it was real or not I have to look this up but you would get stickers and yeah. pens and t-shirts that say I survived yeah. face pretty sure it was authentic stuff yeah and because remember all the, the yeah. flack it got yeah. but it was some some shit mm -hmm. yeah and then it came out on video yeah did you know that horror is the biggest genre for movies horrors horror horror oh, horror. Horror. horror where did you think i was going horrors <laughs> yeah, of, course. of course sex sells baby but no it's horror films uh, horror films are the biggest genre and the reason why is because in our culture we are no longer hunted we don't have we don't fear for our lives every time we leave so some people do probably but yeah. but as a as a culture, we don't, we're not afraid anymore. There's nothing hunting us. There's nothing. We have anxiety from jobs and bills and things like that. But we go on roller coasters. We do extreme sports. We watch horror movies because we need that visceral feeling of fear without danger. It's like going and seeing Titanic because some people want to cry. They need the emotion and they can't get it out in other, other forms. So they watch a scary movie or they watch a sad movie to get those emotions out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How was your week? Week is pretty good. Uh, as you know, Halloween is today. Yeah. We're making this episode. We're actually recording this before Halloween. Shh, don't tell them. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is Halloween. But this is our Halloween episode. We just got done with the holiday a couple weeks ago, too. And then we, I had mentioned that uh, it was Columbus Day, but now we call it Indigenous Peoples Day. Right. Because Columbus was a tyrannic... Uh, evil well he came man, and he right. killed people, people yeah. Killed, yeah yeah who and lived he, here right so i don't know if you want to call it being woke now but now we call it indigenous people's day some people still call it columbus day i don't care what you call it 
You can call it October 8th for all I care. Well, a lot of people call it Columbus Day because that's just what it always was. It was. And it's just hard to break When I was that. growing up in school, that was what it was. Yeah, because if you changed if you changed uh, the name of Halloween, well... It was. It, it was All Hallows' Eve. Oh, sure. Of course it was. And now it's Halloween yeah. because the day after is All Saints' Day. Right. Which isn't such a great holiday, I guess, because you're sick from all the candy you ate the night before. Um, I was taught to call it something different as I was growing up. So October 31st wasn't Halloween to no, you? No, no, no. Um, in fact, I had a t-shirt with a pumpkin and an upside down face. Because you're Mennonite. No, no. Amish. I was Christian. Amish. Amish? No. Christian. Okay. I was a Protestant, specifically, okay. because Is Catholics... that basically all, anything other than Catholic? Is a Protestant. Anything other than Catholic? No. Is a Protestant? As far as Christianity? Okay, so Christians can be both Catholic and Protestant, and there's lots of different denominations within okay, the Protestant. Right. Yeah. That's what I so basically, you have Catholic, and then people protested against the church. Right. That's why the word like pro- Lutherans protest. or right. Yeah. Well, Lutherans believed more Baptists. the teachings of of Martin Luther. Right. Um, Calvinists they believed John Calvin's stuff, what he wrote, mm-hmm. and um, Marxists believed in Karl Marx. <laughs> if there, it was a religion, yeah. Anyway. He made us wear these T-shirts when we were little that said April or excuse me, October 31st is Reformation Day, because that's when the day that Martin Luther nailed the 95 theses on the church door okay. uh, of Wittenberg. The 95 theses basically was mm-hmm. 95 statements saying how we should follow our faith, not because the church tells us to. Mm-hmm. So it was really uh, that's what it was about. Oh. But my parents were very reformational. My parents were very challenging. Well, that's odd because I grew up Lutheran, and I don't think we ever called it. You you grew up in Lutheran, Lutheran church. church. You didn't have Reformation Day services? No, I don't remember hmm. ever going to them. Now this opens up a whole other thing, and it ties into it ties into what you were just talking about. You know, changing Columbus Day to Indigenous People Day, right? Um, Halloween to ha- all Hallows Eve to yeah, Halloween. If you think about what the Christians did, and I come from a Christian background, and the reason a lot of these holidays, like Christmas, Easter, right, they were appropriated, they were stolen from pagans. the pagans. Mm-hmm. And to, when I was growing up, the word pagan was a bad name, yeah, a bad it was word. Like an evil dude, yeah. Yeah, but it's not. It's just no. a group of people, sure. you know? And we took their holidays and made them ours in order to ingratiate them to us to right. say, oh, well, I guess they celebrate kind of the same things we do. Mm-hmm. It was just to, it was a publicity stuff. Because, right, people, uh, scholars have discovered that uh, Christ was probably born in the month of March, not December 25th. So, But that doesn't work with the uh, narrative that needs to be told. Right, so they took uh, solst- uh, Winter Solstice Day, the pagan holiday, and said, hey, this is the day Christ was born. It's Christmas. Yeah. And have you ever had someone, you say, uh, happy holidays to someone, and they say, Merry Christmas, and they emphasize the Christ. Christ. I always come back with, happy solstice. Yeah. And they don't know what to say. Because they don't know what you mean. A lot of of times, (laughs) they don't even know the history of it. Yeah. Yeah. They take everything on faith, which is fine. Hmm. What? You look confused. No, I'm just thinking about that concept. Um, I feel like there's, I I don't believe in my faith the way I did when I was young. Right. As I think most people do, right? They get older and they the world helps them see things differently than right. 
You know? But I've known some people who were religious all in their youth, and now that they've and gotten never older, left it. now that they've gotten older, have become religious. Really, like really understanding what it is that they believe. Well, no, I'm saying I know people who were in their younger weren't involved in the church at all. Got it. Okay. And now that they're older, they have become followers of a certain faith or, you know, they go to church now and they say all the taglines that, you know, Christ is the reason for the season or oh, whatever. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I think that um, for me, there was a Bible verse that I always got, teach a child in the way he should grow. And when he is older, he will not depart from it. Right. Right. And as a child, or excuse me, as a parent of children, you teach your children the way they, you believe is right. And they will fight you. They will def defy you. They will break the rules, maybe even leave the church concept, you know, completely. But it's still in their core mm -hmm. as who they are. Mm -hmm. Bits of that are still in their core, short of something dramatically changing their lives right. or their perspective of the world. And, uh, yeah, eventually when they're older, they come back to those... Yeah. Some of the some of the basic core principles, basically, and they you know. de develop their own ideas about right. it. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like the uh, famous uh, Gordon Downey from Tragically Hip's line: uh, "Teach your children some fashion sense, and they fashion some of their own." Oh, there you go. How do we get on Christmas this Halloween? Well, we were talking about the appropriation of oh, okay. of holidays. Of holidays. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you? Uh, Did I so tell you I ran over a possum last night? Impossible. I didn't know what it was when I hit it, but when I came back down the street the other way, I saw it was a possum, and I was like, good thing it wasn't <laughs> a cat, <laughs> which was me. Oh, but... and I meant to look that up because that's like a, um, not, I said speciesist, like, you know, you don't like certain species. Right, it's not like racist. Or... It's, no, but so it's like you, you feel bad about killing something cute. Right. Right. But anything that's ugly, if you ran it well, over like a scorpion or a... You know, I was thinking about that too, but I would feel bad hitting a cat because it's somebody's pet. There are some people who do like... There's a tier of animals, you know, and how bad I feel Yes. if I hit them. <laughs> you should write that out. <laughs> Cats are number one. <laughs> yeah, you feel bad. Uh, possums are down in number. Strangely, and... raccoons are way up in at the In the top middle, yeah, toward the middle. Yeah, it's not uh, as bad as possums. Right. They share the right. scavenging world. Yeah. You know, but and they're cute. just as mean. But they're cute. Yeah, I just feel like uh, it's like an evil grin that that mm -hmm. uh, those teeth. Yeah, and it's like and the pink little pink toes and <laughs> stop it, stop it. <laughs> That'd be a good horror movie. Possums attacking the whole family. But some people would watch it and go, "Ah, see, I like rats. I had pet rats." Anyway, um, oh, the new wheel. Look at this. I'm so scared. what we've got here, oh, we should put a picture of this maybe in our... Yeah, let's uh, do that. Our, That'll be our uh, show notes The Wheel pick. of Fate. And uh, so we got this from Gina. Can you take those magnets off? This one's stuck to a magnet. So she she said you could like put something on here and just like this. Okay. But these magnets are hot glued on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, could, I guess we could take them off. No, no, don't do that. So Gina, uh, also known as Chicken, gave us this. Okay. <laughs> Kingpin. Yes. But, uh, How, what does she it? just collect weird things? I don't know. She probably had it like. What does she do with that? I don't know. But it's the Wheel of Fate. So here we go. Instead of spinning our regular wheel, we're going to use the Wheel of Fate. Okay. Did you. Can I jump in real quick? Yeah. Did you ever, when you were a kid, have one of those little metal boxes where you would put a coin on a little switch and then a 
creepy hand would reach out and grab it and pull it into the box. Yeah. I didn't have one. Oh, I had one. Yeah. yeah. But they always had the, the ones where you would go, like, during Halloween or something, you'd walk up to somebody's house and yeah. you could get candy out of this dish and the hand, and the hand would grab right. your hand. Yeah. So this was something you sent for in one of the comic books. I'm back in one yeah. of the comic books. Yeah, I, I know what they are. I've oh. never had one. Those so. are pretty cool. Yeah. I miss it. All right. So we... The Wheel of Fate. Can the Wheel of Fate. Should we be write a number on each let's just listen to what he says and try to go off of that okay okay can i go can i do it you want to push the button no no you don't spin it you have oh. to push this button but here i want to hold it close to the speaker so oh that button <laughs> i thought that was the button what is that okay wait shh, shh, shh. Oh, we can work with that. What you don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. About, uh, have you ever seen a ghost or had a paranormal experience? Okay. You don't want to know. You do want to know, okay. which is why you're tuned in. Yes. Not, well, this is no tuning, but this is why you're streaming this. Or no, whatever. Okay. Tuning in on TuneIn. Um, have you ever seen a ghost or been haunted? You know what, though? But this just happened a week ago, but now that we're airing this, Suzanne Summers died. What? From, from three, Three's, Three's Company? Company? And she's the sheriff. Oh, what was that show? She's the sheriff? Yeah. That was a short one yeah, season. Yeah. Thing. And she did the exercise videos. Oh, yeah. She, that's where <laughs> yeah, she, she made did. all her money. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she died a week ago. I did not yeah, see. I she not was been... 76 years old. She died one day before her birthday. She would have been 77. But she made it one more day. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. So, but I was just thinking, if I had to be haunted by a ghost, I would wish for the ghost of Suzanne Summers, you know, to <laughs> haunt me. All right? From the from the seventies. Right, and then with my luck, I'd probably get, get... the seventy-six-year-old Suzanne <laughs> Summers haunting yeah. you. Seventy-eighties. Uh, Wait, when was that show? Uh, 79, 80, 81. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have the old. Hag. I have the old hag. The old hag. Old oh. hag Suzanne. Okay, I got I got something off of that. Okay. Um, and this is a paranormal okay. situation. There was one night, I'll try to tell it like a scary story. One night I was laying in bed <laughs> and I was sleeping. I'm scared, was... stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to picture you in bed. And uh, it was a kind of warm night. We had a fan going in the hallway because we were living in a, uh, on the college campus on a, in a mobile, mobile home. Like a mobile a, home, you, okay. uh, you know, like the the manufactured home. Manufactured, yeah. Right. And uh, so you walk in. There's a living room. Then there's the kitchen. Then there's this long hallway. Right. And there are bedrooms at the end. I'm laying in bed, and we had a fan in the hallway to sort of push the cool air sure. from the living room into the rest of the house. Get across for you going. Yeah. And I'm laying in bed, and I hear the door open to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. No, to the whole. Oh, house. to the front door. Yeah, the front door. And I'm like, immediately your eyes open. And I'm like, I lay still. And I don't hear anything. I can just hear the fan. And then I hear something. Like if you were to stand between the fan and me, I'd hear yeah. the fan differently. Sure. And that's exactly what happened. Suddenly, there was something blocking the fan and coming closer okay. toward me. And I hear the sound of the fan moving around. Who's it. your roommate? Where's my rent? Well, I was married at the time, so oh. my wife was right next to me. Okay. And suddenly, 
I had something jump on my chest, pressing me down. What? And I couldn't move my head. I couldn't move my arms. I, I could hardly breathe. And it lasted probably more than a minute. And suddenly it got off and I was like, <sighs> I, had, I was able to sit up. I was like shocked. Right. Something was just sitting on my chest. And your wife didn't and, know anything about it? Yeah, she didn't know what was going on. Oh, wow. She didn't hear anything. And I freaked out. That was the first time I had something paranormal-ish happen to me okay. that I could recall. Did um, you see anything? No, but I heard it all. I heard the door open and close. Right. I heard something step in front of the fan and move down the hallway toward our bedroom because our door was open. Uh -huh. And then... <laughs> landed on my chest. But you could see nothing. No. No. It took a while. And I had it took a while in my life before I found out what that was. It's actually sleep paralysis. And yeah, it's extremely common mm -hmm. and a lot of people do have this. And it's called the old hag. Oh really? Yeah, this is why when you said hag it's like that kind of stuck with yeah. me because or when that came up. Because it's called the old hag. It's an old English term and uh it, it's actually the origin is like uh Origin. <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, the origin comes from nightmare. Mare in this term is not a horse. It's like a goblin or a, or a demon or a, uh, something evil or something like that. And that's where it came from. It was sleep paralysis. Never had it before. Never had it. Never had I've it. had it before. Okay, yeah. It's just sleep paralysis. Yeah, it was... Uh... Well, we can talk about this some other time, but it, I had gotten it when I was uh, weaning myself off of drugs. Oh. Um, so that was part sure. of it. Sure. It happened probably 10 times. Whoa. Yeah, in a couple Holy of in a month or so, so. Was it scary? Did you not? Did you know what was going yeah, on? Yeah, because I was physic I was in my mind trying to wake myself up by maybe like moving my arm or, or and I couldn't. Yeah. So, and I couldn't wake up. And yeah. that was finally you, you would wake up i don't and it seemed like it would last for minutes you know yeah. five ten minutes and i don't know if maybe it was 20 seconds in real and, life and or... same thing here i could have just been sleeping right i was probably asleep when i imagined what was happening yeah i thought it was the devil obviously yeah. you know i come from that christian Remember. circle so it's the devil yeah for whatever reason he came into my house it's called my the old hag huh? it's called the old hag um anyway hag is in it thank you Haggis. I'm not having haggis anymore. Yeah. Um. Maybe a paranormal experience I also had was like um, one night in the cab, driving somebody from downtown, leaving town, going north to a northern town, and the sky was suddenly very green and swirling above the clouds. Okay. Like you could see pieces through the clouds where mm -hmm. the breaks in the clouds were at night. You know, three in the morning or... Did this take up the whole sky or just maybe a small piece of it? It was in a section of the sky. Okay. And it was swirling through. Like, when you look through, you could see the swirl of the green okay. going around. Yeah. And I was trying to I was trying to tell my customers, hey, look, look. Because I thought fucking aliens are coming, right? And oh. I pointed out, but they're busy making out in the backseat. Oh. They didn't care. So I called my kids, like, go out outside to see what happened but no they didn't answer the phone so i'm driving thinking the end of the world is coming and i'm like looking at it and i got nothing yeah you know but it turns out it was probably the northern lights oh yeah yeah oh because it was winter time yeah 
that could be any time of the year, though. Oh, is it? I thought it was just more clear in the winter. Well, it might be, but uh, it's something to do with uh, solar flares and hitting the magnetic poles of the Earth. Yeah. So I was just a little, like, scared. Oh, I can imagine. Hey, we scared. Yeah. Well, I was outside one time, and I actually saw a ghost. Uh, We were camping, and I remember the date, too, because it just happened to be October 30th the last time and I was in high school I was about 15 mm-hmm. me, uh, me and my friends uh, decided to go camping outside one last time so we had fire going and it was pretty goddamn chilly I remember that because two of us stayed up at a time to keep the fire going mm-hmm. keep the other one awake and the other two would sleep and we'd take turns and uh, me and Kevin Kirkpatrick were awake and the fire's going and we hear this running through the woods like an animal and we figure well I'm probably a deer or something right uh-huh. and it stops and it stops pretty close so we both looked over to where it was and uh didn't see nothing and I looked at Kevin and Kevin looked at me and we kind of shrugged you know and then we hear it again and we hear <laughs> and we thought fuck a horse out here right mm-hmm. so we look behind the trees me and Kevin are sitting here we look across the fire and behind the trees and there's this dude who looks like a union soldier on a fucking horse and the horse had no legs <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god and this is what makes me believe there's ghosts because i have actually seen one and we were doing shrooms or nothing i was way before my <laughs> doing hallucinogenics yeah. phase and kevin and i we woke up uh i think ronnie Clark was one of the other guys and uh, Kevin's brother Keith. We woke them up and by the time we woke them up and pointed to where the guy was, he was gone. But two of you saw it. And we both saw it. And we heard it first and then we, you know, didn't see nothing and then we saw it. But he never saw anything. He doesn't say, well, it wasn't quite that, it was this. Oh, he backs me up 100%. Yeah. But by the time we woke the two guys up that were sleeping, he was gone. We didn't hear the horse run off after that. He was just gone. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And that's, that is an area where they did have civil war, uh, battles. So how interesting. Yeah. Well, they didn't have civil war battles there. It's Southern Michigan. They had a Indian war, I guess. So cavalry or whatever they call it. How interesting. I, I've never, I, I don't, I've never experienced a quote unquote ghost like that, you know, so I don't know if I don't believe in ghosts or, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You can tell somebody this and 99% of the time they say you're fucking lying. You're Especially if shit. they've never seen anything right. like this If before. they have seen an apparition or yeah. whatever, yeah, they tend to believe you a little bit more. Yeah. And then they'll tell you their lying sex shit story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I have a tendency to believe that there's energies oh, yeah. that are out there and sure. whether they're spirits or ghosts of people there's, in the past, or I don't know. Think bad things have happened in houses that in, you know, not Amityville horror type shit. Yeah, but. I've been watching a series called Haunted House or mm-hmm. Haunted, Haunting of Hill House or I can't remember. Right. Yeah, and some good shit. Hmm. Yeah, uh, let's see. For me. Oh, wait. Are we doing another wheel? Yeah, we do. This is another wheel. Let's just try to come up with something close to that. You want to do it again? You want to push the button? Well, I tried pushing the sticker before. That didn't oh, work. That was funny.
God, it takes, it takes forever. forever. You better stay home. Uh, oh. <laughs> you better stay home. That's not such a good idea either, though. Okay, staying home, staying in your house. Staying in your room. Staying in your room. When I was in college, I, had, me and my friends were hanging out in the dorm room. And uh, we were telling dreams. Telling dreams? Yeah, one of my friends, Jaron, was talking about a dream he had. Oh. And my other friend, John, decided he would, you know, interpret it. He, did, oh. he, he had no experience interpreting oh, dreams say, or something. He, like he read a book or something? No, no, it wasn't anything like that. He just said, well, basically your dream means this, that, or the other. Whatever. So he was bullshitting you. He was bullshitting, but it was really good. It was like a oh. really good explanation for his dream. So the, we were both like, whoa, man, that's that's some trippy shit, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he makes this explanation, and right. it's really spot on. Like very plausible? Very plausible. And we're suddenly very quiet in the dark. An awkward silence. Okay. And then suddenly, the room got icy cold, like freezing cold, like in, a, in just a second, right? And all your nipples got hard. We were in the dark, so I didn't see anybody's nipples. Uh, but we, without saying a word, no one said, I'm going to get out of here, or this is crazy, or what the hell was that? Nothing like that happened. We all just clamored for the door and burst out of the room and ran down to the common room and sat in there. And we were, talk about it? We did because we all had a shared experience of some presence in the room. Okay. We all shared that in that exact moment. And we were talking about what it felt like. And we all had the same feeling. And when he was interpreting this dream, was it like a scary interpretation? No, there was nothing particularly nothing scary about it. Nothing foreboding about it? Or? No. But I imagined this is what some people felt when they did like Ouija boards mm -hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Where you, you kind of opened up a something. Right. But in a Ouija board, you're asking for paranormal help. Yeah. To... Now, you got to remember, I went to a Christian college. Oh, okay. So, this oral was the Roberts. devil. You went oh, to no, oral I didn't Roberts. Go to oral. Yeah, you like the oral stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this was, uh, you know, immediately anything that's not normal. Okay, yeah. That's from the devil. Sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, that was, <laughs> that was one experience I had. It's kind of funny that you went back that far because <laughs> I remember uh, I was playing an original Nintendo game console, uh, Mario Brothers, the very first one with uh, my brother-in-law. And he got the controllers and they're, they're rectangular, right? There's yeah. no shape to them. There's a rectangular and there's a cord going to the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, my brother-in-law and I are playing and it's three in the morning. The only other two people in... The house where my mother-in-law she was in bed and my wife was in her her bed and uh we're so we're playing the game and troy troy's room my brother-in-law's room was right next to the tv like eight feet from the tv to the you know if you're looking noon it was two o'clock right and he was 15. so he was always very private locking his room you know not letting anybody in everything was so we're sitting there playing and he had locked his room and it's the middle of summer. We got the front door open. That's pretty hot. And all of a sudden we're playing the game and we hear the doorknob to his room turn. Mm -hmm. And door opens. And Troy and I look at each other like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And the door opened all the way. 
and we both just dropped the paddles and went straight outside and didn't know what to say. And I said, don't you lock your door? He goes, yeah, I lock it every time. It was locked. And this but is, something came out. I don't know if something came out, but the door opened on yeah. its own. Oh, or went in. Something yeah, okay. turned the doorknob and, and the door opened, opened. Right? Yeah. We found out, <clears throat> I had, this was way before libraries, right? This was 1990, uh, way before the internet. So you just can't Google something. Right. Uh, 1990-ish. I went to the library, big city library, and looked up the address in the newspapers and found an article from 1964 where that particular address, someone had committed suicide in the garage. Oh, God. And his room was the converted garage. They oh had, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I have goosebumps. Look, I literally have goosebumps. This scared the shit out of us. He he moved out of that room. Yeah. He I mean he had he was 15, he couldn't move to another house. But you found this information out later though, right? Like a couple weeks later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was interested. We were talking about that for weeks. Like, hey, your door open, man. What the fuck? Yeah, you know? yeah. He said, well, let's yeah, go, go check it out. Scary. Right. Yeah. And it was fucking scary. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would have, I should have checked the date to see if it was like the anniversary or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 40th and 30th anniversary of the death of Mike Smith from suicide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty scary. Well, I, speaking of video games, there was a video game that. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry. What? Leisure Suit Larry. What the fuck are you talking about? A video game. I know nothing about Very that. popular in the computer age. And you try to get girls to take their clothes off and have sex with them. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway. Yes, exactly, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I was an adult. And um, I had gotten a PlayStation. What are you now? Adult. <laughs> adult? I'll yeah. go along with that. <laughs> but uh, I had bought my kids a PlayStation, the original, the first PlayStation. Okay. PS1. The gray, yeah, the mm -hmm. PS1, the gray one, wow. right? And uh, one of the games that I got for the kids was Max Payne. And as we were playing it... <laughs> That's what your mom likes, Max Payne. <laughs> Behave now. Sorry, Cricket. <laughs> while, while we were playing it, it was quickly became a game that my kids can't play that game. It was... There was a lot of violence and violence, blood right. and scary elements to it that at that age they were at the time that I bought this. Okay. They would do better with. But I got to say, this was like really old. Rudimentary. Right. Rudimentary. Yeah, it was very really rudimentary. Nothing like World yeah. of Warcraft or whatever yeah. now. And all the characters were sort of blocky. Or, right. Yeah. And 8 bit, 16 uh, bit? A little better than that. Yeah. They were better than that. But uh, so I, I kept that game and we had. We were living in an old house and we had the downstairs was half finished. It's where the washer and dryer was. And we created uh, kind of like a game room. The whole downstairs was kind of like a game room for the kids to play okay. with Legos and all their different toys. And we had a TV set up there for they could watch movies and, and nice carpets with car where you could drive the cars on, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where we had the PlayStation. So I would go down after they all went to bed and whatever, if I couldn't sleep, I would play some video games. Sure. And I played Max Payne, and the further I got in it, there were times that I, I eventually stopped playing it because I got too creeped out. There were some creepy elements to it. Really? I honestly can't remember what it was now, but I remember having to shut it off and run upstairs because I just was freaked out. Okay. Yeah. So no ghosts, no 
strange apparitions or anything like that. You spooked yourself. I spooked myself out playing your video. That games. happens. Yeah, yeah. There's that statue down in Fairhaven. I, if it's a rainy, dark night, oh, I know which one you're talking. I about. stop at the stop the guy sign on the bench, and, and yeah. I happen to look over, and there's a statue sitting on the bench, and it, it's like a jump jump scare almost. Yeah. Even though I know it's there. Yeah. I did a cartoon about this because why the fuck is that there? It looks like this dark shadow of a man sitting there. It is yeah. a dark shadow of a man yeah. at night. And it's, if it's rainy and three o'clock at night and the lights are dim and you're like, the guy's just sitting there yeah. with his newspaper or book or whatever he had and a briefcase at his right. foot or something. Yeah. It's crazy. If it was a gray statue, like cement, right. like looking, no, it's, it probably would yeah. be less threatening, you know, but no, this is a shadowy yeah. black glistening shadowy black. <laughs> Something right out of X Files, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched X Files. I get into all that, right? That stuff. Do you believe in aliens? Mm -hmm. Do you believe in aliens? I don't think that. Do you believe that? There I don't are... believe they've ever been here. I believe maybe this the human race is an alien experiment, maybe or a colonization. Sure. So, I think the things that come... we're seeing were us. Yeah. I think it's us that yeah. we saw in ships that are now. Uh, for example, if you leave the planet in a ship, time moves differently for you in space. This is Albert Einstein's concept mm. of the speed of light and things like that. You're not bound by time on this planet. So if you are in space for a year, when you come back, it might be five years. I'm mm. just throwing something out. You know, five years or ten years for everybody that was on the planet. Yeah. You weren't. Whatever. So what if we colonized this place, left, been gone a hundred years and come back we're seeing us yeah. from then i guess that's a theory yeah i don't i think it's more likely a race dropped us here to colonize a planet or you know make us dig for gold well, maybe not nothing nefarious about it yeah who knows or maybe we're just a fucking science experiment that uh, god put up on a shelf and forgot all about we're sitting in some lab somewhere. They say, hey, they say this about God. Um, a second for us is like a million, or a second for him is like a million years for us. It's, you know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe it is. Um, anyway. That's that's uh, that's pretty much everything. Do we hey. want to spin the wheel again? No. no. Okay. But that was kind of cute. Yeah. It it's, was pretty neat. You mentioned that this looked like, at one point you mentioned this looked like, oh, never mind. I was going to say the Magic Cape Ball, but we'll just do that when the time comes. It kind of reminds me of one because it says "try me" right on it. Yeah, but, and I think one of the things it said was "future does, does not look good" or something. Outlook not good or right something like an eight ball. You say. can bet on it. Yeah. yeah. So um, shout out to Nick. Talk to you about Nick and I dropped him off at Fairhaven. Nick. Yeah. He's been in my cab before. Yeah, he said he knew who you were. Yeah, cool. So I gave him a podcast sticker. He said he'd listen. Yeah, I hope he does. <laughs> You got any uh, got any spooky jokes? Oh, spooky jokes. Um, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? It because it had no muscles. Didn't have the guts. Why didn't the skeleton go to the Halloween party? Because he wasn't invited. He couldn't find no body to go with. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, thanks for those jokes. Do you got any more? No. No. <laughs> okay. Do you got any? I don't. I should have Scary and slimy jokes? Oh, I could have saved my super slimy slumber party joke for this. You want me to tell that again? No. Okay, so there was this Let me boy. out! This is horror! 
Good night, kids. Good show, Suzanne Summers. Oh. Stay positive, kids. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right, sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.